The following is a sponsored program on 100.7 FM, WHIN 1010 AM. The views, information, or opinions expressed during this program are solely those of the individuals or participants involved and do not necessarily represent those of Braden Madison Broadcasting or its employees. 100.7 FM, WHIN 1010 AM presents Sumner County Spotlight, a weekly public affairs program each Sunday morning at 10 AM. Here's your host for Sumner County Spotlight, Jeff Shannon. Welcome to Sumner County Spotlight. We are here at another Sunday morning, which means we have some great guests in the studio. We, we, we've we got to talk about this one because when I heard, first heard of this, I thought, what a great idea. Bryson McCarley, he's our state farm guy right here in Hendersonville. He had this idea and came up with it. So Bryson, I'm going to let you talk about it because you're the guy. You made this thing. You created it. Tell us a little bit about your background, how you got here to Hendersonville, and uh, we'll talk about this. All right. Thank you for having me on the show. I own the State Farm Agency um, right on Old Shackle um, here in Hendersonville. I started with State Farm back in 2007. Starting there, my first office was in Madison. Then we moved the office to Hendersonville in 2020. Being a part of Hendersonville, one of my main goals was to dive into the community, to learn more about the people here, as well as be able to service the community and give back. So we came up with the Be the Good Neighbor Foundation. And what it is, it's all about bringing neighbors together. And one way um, that we're doing that is through the scholarship program. We are um, offering a scholarship at all three, uh, at three high schools here, okay. Beach, Murrow Hyde, and Hendersonville High School. And this scholarship will be awarded to the high school senior who is engaged in their community, mm-hmm. who want to give back, and who is being the good neighbor. Okay. So, uh, so what yeah. kind of things would they be judged on? Not really judged, but the criteria would be valued on this kind of performance. Uh, valued basically on uh, volunteer efforts. Okay. Um, if they are volunteering at local nonprofits, or if they're just doing things to give back, if they've been able to lend a helping hand to a neighbor. So it's really wide open. We just want to see people in the community come together and be able to be neighborly. I think during this time, um, you know, we go through periods of a lot of division in this country, I think, but we can bring each other together by being neighborly mm-hmm. and just speaking to our neighbor. And, you know, the old adage is, you know, does your neighbor, you know, borrow a cup of sugar? I mean, who does that these days? <laughs> That's right. But but that I think that relationship is what built um, stronger communities. Mm-hmm. So us being able to know each other. So if we can take a high school senior and spotlight them on their efforts to be a good neighbor, that's what we're all about. And so how, there's going to be one from each high school? Yes, okay. one selected from each yeah. high school. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I mean, look, if they're going to use this scholarship, every cent counts. That's right. <laughs> and we, know, we know how inexpensive college is. Uh, <laughs> it, you know, and we're going through that as well as we, we were speaking about. But I'm telling you, it's uh, any of this really helps out. And the fact, uh, the thing that I really loved about this, it's a, a you're getting them involved in the community. Yes. Now, I know the chamber really could use a lot of volunteers. If they would yeah. like to volunteer, we got places for them over there. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Especially with Freedom Fest and Sumner Fest and these big events. Yeah. She's always looking for um, you know, volunteers to come out and just help. It's not really that hard. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's it's a great thing to to 
start grooming them when they're young yes. to participate in the community. Yep. Now, what other uh, options or what other items are you doing in the community to get involved? Gotcha. One of the ways, um, like on last year, our big thing was teachers. So we wanted to um, touch the schools, touch the teachers, um, because their role in the community is so important. Mm-hmm. So um, we went into all the Hendersonville schools and we fed, did a teacher appreciation luncheon. So we fed all the teachers. So we fed over 1,800 teachers um, at 17 schools here. Wow. So, <laughs> yeah, a lot of time in front of the grill for now, me. Now, let me ask you this, because I know you're a famous brisket guy. Yes. You served all brisket. All 17. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, they had smoked chicken. There so, you go. Look. All right. Well, that, I mean, yeah. That is amazing. Yeah. I bet those teachers love that. Yes, they did. And it was um, it was amazing to be at the school. And just, Brighton, you know, we served each plate. They didn't have to fix their own plate. We served them. And just being able to do that, to give back to them was great. Because, and again, why I started the Be the Good Neighbor Foundation, basically, I realized that each of us can do something. You don't have to be a large corporation. You don't have to be, you know, ultra-rich or wealthy. Um, you can help the community on your level. Mm-hmm. And that's why, you know, feeding the teachers, I felt like that was something I could do. I love to barbecue, love to cook. So I could take that passion mm-hmm. and give it to others and let them experience it as well. So Yeah. Well, you know, with the Golden Apple Awards, you know, the Chamber does. I mean, it's, it's phenomenal things that these teachers are doing to help our kids. Yeah. I mean, they, they're just, they come up with these great ideas. Mm-hmm. And things that the schools really need, yes, but they really can't afford. It's not like a budgetary thing. So these kind of scholarships or uh, uh, you know the grants, if you will, really help them to to fulfill their dream. Yeah, you know. But teachers being recognized, I mean, it, it's it's it rocks. Yeah, <laughs> it does. And another thing we did last year, it was State Farm's hundred year anniversary. So every week last year for fifty two weeks, I gave away a hundred dollars, and I gave that away to. Um, different community organizations or even individual families. I know of a family that had a house fire. Mm -hmm. Um, We were able to donate to them. Um, Another family lost their son. He passed away. He was 19. We was able to donate to them. Mm -hmm. And I think that was something, you know, when you think about $100, I just felt like, you know, that was, it wasn't life-saving, but I think it was something that I could do on my level to help others. Sure. So, um, yeah, so we did that last year. This year, we're picking up. Um, we're feeding more public service. So, so far, we fed five of our fire stations. Okay. So, and we'll continue to feed them and uh, police department and different things throughout the year as well. You're picking the right spots. <laughs> you, you know, you're hitting the heartstrings right yeah. there, you know, with our public servants and everything, doing what they do and uh, the, the amount of time that the, they spend, yes. you know, protecting our community is just uh, phenomenal. And I think it's one of those things that anytime we can help them out, yes, uh, it really helps out. Now, I will say firefighters love to eat. So yes. <laughs> they're not going to turn that down. <laughs> Especially barbecue. That That's what I found out. Hello, hello. <laughs> you know, and we, we talked a little bit about that. And you, you have... Uh, built quite a name for your barbecue. Yeah. Do I see uh, a shop coming? You got to have your own store uh, and all your free time now. Yeah, exactly. No plans for physical location (laughs) yet. Um, We do have, um, I did just 
recently will be launching here shortly a um, new trailer and it will it's the be the good neighbor trailer again sponsored by bryson mccarley state farm Mm -hmm. um so everyone be on the lookout for that so you're going to see it in the community with that trailer will be our option to we'll be giving away food and just feeding the community and one of our goals with that is also do it in neighborhoods where we can host or sponsor a neighborhood cookout and where we can bring the neighbors together and Absolutely. just meet each other. Yeah. I think in today's time, you know, with the work and all the activities, people just see each other in passing. But if we can create a um, neighborhood cookout or tailgate where people can just come together, have a barbecue sandwich, and talk to their neighbors, mm-hmm. that's what we want to do. I think that will help build a strong community here. So when is that uh, trailer going to be in existence in existence we by it should be by april 1st okay. we got the trailer we're just still um putting the um getting the wrap and everything done with okay. it so um our first event we got on the calendar so far will be actually in gallatin um the beginning of may okay. um that'll be one event we already got on the calendar okay so. a lot of these large hoas yeah I mean, that's a great place you just pull that thing about a clubhouse and you know they start promoting it on their neighborhood pages yeah and i know it, in ours it's it's really popular yeah uh, several others that i've seen it it's wow what a great idea and people just love it and they come out yeah. and i've heard some of them wow we're sold out so yeah <laughs> that's that's what you, that's what you want to hear yeah <laughs> wow what a great idea so plus the weather's getting nice. So we're, yes. let's uh, let's jump into that. You're going to be uh, are you going to have a separate team for that? No, it'll be our same um, okay. office team. Um, we've um, we've been growing the agency, so we have a team size above enough now to fully serve, um, be able to get out. And plus, one of the things I think my team members enjoy it as well. We again work in the insurance, so we were behind the computer, behind the desk all day long. So these philanthropy opportunities gives us a chance to get outside the office, get some fresh air, and put smiles on people's mm-hmm. faces. Well, that's a great idea. So do you have these uh, team powwow meetings where you sit down and think, okay, what can we do next? Because you yeah. always have to plan ahead. You oh, know? yes. And the way your wheels turn, it doesn't seem like it ever stops. So. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah. But we, yeah, I think if you, if you start planning for the next year or, or whatever, because you got to get things in place to make things happen. Yes. Yeah, yeah we do. Uh, my team member, Jen, she is my if she, right. If she wasn't so shy, she'd be all <laughs> right. right. You know, I'm just saying. Uh, <laughs> kidding. But. Yes. She really, um, her background is marketing. And so she's been able to be um, very helpful for me as we strategize together in ways to get now to into the community so um yeah we yeah every week we got a new idea coming up so we keep a uh, whiteboard at the office where when either one of us have ideas we just jot it down and you know we go back and revisit it and see um does the budget fit and can we do it so yeah, yeah. come to find out i guess your wife's in the music business so you yeah. have access to uh recording so you can almost like record your own stuff there yeah and put it out yeah that's yeah. a great idea anytime you can save money <laughs> that's right or unless you got to pay mama for studio time you know you got <laughs> she might say hey fork it over that's right. <laughs> here's your invoice <laughs> this is totally you so this is not a, a state farm co-op situation no this is coming straight from your agency straight from my agency okay. and that's one of the things again in coming to hendersonville i wanted to build 
penciled in into the budget every year our giving. I firmly believe that we are blessed to be a blessing. And that a lot of that comes from my childhood, my growing up with my parents and my grandparents. Uh, my granddad is a pastor in West Tennessee. So I grew up, I started cooking at the age of seven. I grew up anytime someone was sick in the community okay. or family, someone passed away. My grandmother and my, she'd bring the family together and we'd cook food and donate and give, you know, to help yeah. the bereaved families. And also we used to do some um, nonprofit organizations as well. So this was, I'm just, you know, how I was raised and we're just continuing the legacy. So what I'm feeling from you, I mean, this is coming from the heart. This yeah. is not a marketing ploy. This is the real you. Yeah. Yeah, this and is that's the, that's what makes this special, man. I'm I'm loving it. Yeah, this is the God-given passion. I yeah. mean, this is what, like I said, this that's the community in which I grew up in. I loved my childhood, and I felt like we had a strong family. So I think to to show my children how to give and how to do and how to support the community, I think is valuable. Um, so what are what are the things that if parents are listening right now that you would impart on them to start getting their kids trained for this kind of service. Yeah, yeah, getting them trained for it and also um, helping identifying the things that they're passionate about. So if you're, and it doesn't necessarily have to be food. I mean, if you're, whatever your gifts and talents are, you know, if you can help another person with that, I think we should all be, be freely and available to give of our gifts and talents. Yeah, well, I know a lot of times kids now, they're so glued to social media and their phones and, you know, well, uh, don't interrupt me. I'm doing important stuff here. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's pulling them away from that device yes. and getting their brains working in a different direction. Yeah. But this seems like a great task to start leading them towards, you know what yeah. I'm saying? And But you have to do it you know, young because I think it's got to be embedded in their yeah, their, their and, brain. and I think, too, um, being able to, um, you know, give with your children allows the children to see that, you know, life is it's bigger than just work and money and everything. We are humans. We need that human interaction. Mm -hmm. So if you can bless somebody else and see that smile on their face, and that's one of the gifts, rewards of life. Well, we're going to take a break right now. We're going to hear uh, more words of advice, encouragement from Bryson McCarley with Bryson McCarley Agency State Farm right here in Hendersonville, like a good neighbor, he's always here. So we'll be right back with more of Sumner County Spotlight. Thanks for listening to Sumner County Spotlight, a weekly public affairs program heard each and every Sunday right here on WHIN. Or you can listen on our podcast page at whinradio.com. If you'd like to become a sponsor of this program, reach out to me, Jeff Shannon, at jeff at whinradio.com. Here we are back at Sumner County Spotlight. I am your host, Jeff Shannon, and we're going to continue our conversation right here with Bryson McCarley with the State Farm Agency here off Old Shackle. Old Shackle, yeah. Well, that's not, it's, you're just past uh, by the big uh, lawnmower place. Yes, just okay. past right across the railroad tracks. Right tracks. And right so you there. know those tracks. Yep, drive through there, you'll see my smiling face. <laughs> <There you so. laughs> with everything that you're doing, I, I'm just so impressed even more so now, even what hearing this, with all of the other things that you're doing, I'm sure people are impressed as well. So let's let them know how they can get involved with you, how an organization can help you, uh, how they can donate where they can reach you. Let's just throw it out there to them. Gotcha. So one of the things, one of our visions is to partner with local businesses or corporations to um, support other nonprofits. So for say, if you if the business already has a nonprofit in mind, um, we can bring the Be the Good Neighbor trailer, um, go in, 
um, sponsor the food. And then as we give away the food to the people, ask for donations. And then all of those donations will go directly to the nonprofit. So if you're listening to this and you own a business and you want to um, give back to a nonprofit, give us a call so we can help um, grow your donation efforts. Does the Jeff Shannon agency qualify? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. But what a great idea, man. Yeah. I mean, that is great. So you're you're helping other nonprofits to be successful. And let me tell you, I have found so many incredible nonprofits mm-hmm. in this community. Yes. In Summer is. County. And they're all you want to help all of them. Yeah. But it's like, you know, but people are. And they're donating. They're they're giving them cash. They're giving them their their manpower. They're they're giving them resources. All of this kind of thing. So if somebody wanted to donate or, or get involved, how would they reach you on yeah, this? They can um, give us a call at the office six one five eight six eight four thousand, or they can go on our Facebook page, Bryson McCarley State Farm, or as well as Be the Good Neighbor um, Facebook page. So any of those um, are contact methods and just reach out and um, let us know what you're thinking and see how we can partner with you um, to help um, greater the effort. Yeah. Yeah. Now, you can take in volunteers as well to help you do what you do. Um, Yes, we can, depending on events. Um, So if we do have, for certain events that we do have um, coming up, if we um, do have volunteers, yeah. We're open to that as well. Yeah, because you get some of these big events we have around here, and you might need some extra hands. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you know, yeah, twenty thousand people out here. Wait a minute. <laughs> you know, but yeah, I mean, I think it's a, a great idea. But people can't just call you and give you cash. Well, right now we're not taking cash donations. Okay. What we would rather, if they have a charity on their heart and they okay, want to bring that um, nonprofit to us, um, and we can partner with them to see how we can help. Because you're not set up so, as a 501c3. That's so right. You're, yeah. you're helping the 501c3s. That's okay. right. Yeah. Yep. So, and, and that's good. You're kind of doing all the work. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> doing a little work. Yeah. But I think the um, return is definitely much val- more valuable if we're able to um, touch people in the community. Right. So. When you first started doing this, mm-hmm. you got this first vision and this thing you wanted to do. One of the key things that you've learned since implementing this? Key things I've learned is that sometimes people are in society today, people think everything has a string attached. Mm-hmm. And we just give because we want to give. We are cheerful givers. So it's with no strings attached. And I think that is, I think that was one of the key learnings. And then also is that we do have other people that want to give. Sometimes it just takes a little nudge to mm-hmm. get them into action. Sure. So, no. and that's what. And hopefully, and another one of my visions: if this organization can inspire others to give and host their own events or do whatever it is, that's what we want to see. Well, I can see right off the bat. I mean, this has got to be an inspiration to somebody out there because it's just, it's just it's all there. I mean, I don't see anything negative about it. But speaking of negative, what is probably one of the things that you have found has been the hardest thing to overcome since starting this project? The hardest thing to overcome is I'm trying to bottle my amount of giving <laughs> that I want to give is, uh, you yeah, know, because yeah. yeah, we have to be wise in this. And like I said, I think that's been the hardest part because we discover new needs all the time mm-hmm. and just being able to properly allocate and prioritize those needs. That's, I think, has been the biggest hurdle. Cause sure. Well, I know there's a, a lot of nonprofits that are out there that are saying, wow, this is a great idea. We should contact 
Bryson and, and gets him information. Yeah. So you go to the Facebook page, you go to the, the, the web page. What was the web page again? Web page is be the good neighbor.net. Okay. Yeah. So you just go there and, and start the dialogue, start talking. I mean, that's how you do it. You just, you know, collaborate together and come up with a, a great idea how you can help them yeah. be successful and get money for their organization. That's right. Because you're always trying to come up with creative ways to make money. Yeah. This sounds like a great idea. Yeah. Wow. And everybody loves food. So, yeah. uh, <laughs> and, it and it doesn't cost a, the, the nonprofit anything. Doesn't cost them anything. Wow. If their people can just come, get a sandwich, get a plate, and um, like I said, make a donation to the organization. Now That's you it. must have have to have your own cattle and slaughtering ha- slaughterhouse out there <laughs> to be able to do all this. Amazing! <laughs> <It's like>, wow, <laughs> That's yeah. amazing. Yeah, we got uh, plenty of smokers, and uh, I guess. <laughs> So you've you've kind of developed this art of smoking, I guess. I mean, for yeah. everybody talks about you, man. I'm, I, I hear it, yeah. and they say, "Man, it's the greatest thing you've ever tasted." So you you must have a trick. Well, it's um, a lot of time, a lot of practice. But again, so um, back to my roots and legacy. Again, my great grandfather worked at a sawmill, and um, also had a farm. So he raised cattle and hogs and everything. So every year, Fourth of July, we would build a brick pit. And he'd get, of course, working at the sawmill, so he had plenty of hickory scraps. Mm -hmm. So he'd use those hickory scraps, and he'd kill a hog, and we'd roast a hog for the family, and everybody would come over. And that was how we celebrated Fourth of July for many years during my childhood. So, (laughs) so yeah, that's where I think the um, the barbecue um, roots come from. Mm -hmm. So So if somebody a neighborhood had a trailer, Mm -hmm. they wanted had an organization, HOA, they wanted you to come out with your trailer. Yeah, you had. You'd have a whole menu there. I mean, you don't just have brisket. you got other items as well, right? Yeah, yes. From time to time, we have done sales, pop-up sales events here in the community where we have sold. And um, But mostly now, um, we're looking for giveaway opportunities. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, some of the food trucks have done really well at yeah. these, these, these locations. You know, you get an ice cream, you know, Kona Ice comes in. Those yeah. guys are great. And, but they, they just do this whole roundup mm-hmm. uh, of thing and... and People bring in the, the food and the neighborhood shows up. Yeah, and we've done several events early in 2021 at Durham Farms. Mm-hmm. Um, we went out there, um, I think, probably five or six times and set up the food truck and um, did different events there. So, again, that was to – we brought people together. So, and let neighbors meet neighbors. <laughs> now, do you have a, a full a life-size stand-up picture of yourself you put in the parking lot? <laughs> <laughs> Not of me. I do have one of Jake. So, <laughs> so But you can put one next to you. You could be the I muscular know, right? Jake. That's you could be right. the muscular Jake. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see how you're supposed to look now. That's right. <laughs> well, I think it's it, it's a great thing, and I think State Farm would be really proud to know the things that you're doing because that yeah. just the the neighbor thing is there, and you're definitely being probably one of the greatest neighbors I've ever heard. Yeah, and that's one of the things we were um, featured in our um, State Farm magazine in the month of December um, for our community efforts. Mm -hmm. So um, that was a great honor to be able to be spotlighted by the company in the company magazine. So, yeah. Well, all I think you're you're doing the right thing. Yeah. So, what do we see in the in the future for Bryson McCarley State Farm? We want to be we want to be known as the agency that is here involved in the community that not only educates people on insurance and financial services, but also inspires people to give and impact the community. Because mm-hmm. we do help, especially during storm times, the storms we just went through. I mean, we've been fielding a lot of calls 
cause. And what we like to do with our clients is educate them um, and give them the knowledge of how to work through a claim or how to work through their coverages so that so that they can be have the most success sure. in their plan. Also, for the future of the agency, we will continue to grow and we will continue to be a light in the community. And hopefully that the generations can see how easy it is to give back and impact your community. Well, if you ever need a voice for your State Farm ads. I... <laughs> yeah, that's right. But it's great. You guys are advertising here at WHIN, and we appreciate that. I love having you guys aboard. And uh, Well, I see uh, some really great things uh, coming up for you. As you start coming up with bigger and greater ideas, if you got Jen pushing you, just I mean, just get ready because things will get right. busy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> now, with your agency right now, mm-hmm. do you see uh, outgrowing that space? Oh, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Eventually, uh, my goal is to have our um, a brick and mortar building that we own mm-hmm. uh, for the State Farm Agency, as well as it'll be housed the Be the Good Neighbor Foundation, and that will be a staple in the community. That's my vision for it: is that we create a place where people can come and come together, and we can host events, Great. yeah, and just to bring people together, yeah. So, um, yeah. Well, I mean, there's a lot of great organizations out there. And the one that, that slipped my mind for a minute, mm-hmm. the Summer County Fire Buffs. Oh, yes. And you know those guys. I yes. mean, they, they're doing such a great job. Where they go out and help you know, on, on site at, at, at events that are happening. This would be a great thing for you to collab with them yes. on these, especially you've got a big event. That's right. You know, they don't have to keep running down and get bags of Burger King. You know what I mean? They, That's we, right. You know. Yeah, and that is a part of it is to, by um, having the trailer, we'll be able to be mobile with our agency. So if we need to go, you know, in the community and set up and serve, or if we have damage at our existing location, mm-hmm. we're, we will be fully functional to, with the Wi-Fi and our data connects to service clients or go out in the community and serve food to a uh, tornado or wind damaged the area, we will have those resources available. So So it's like an emergency trailer. That is exactly right. Yes. (laughs) Wow. I mean, that is, you know, a great idea. And I just, I mean, I love that you came up with this because I don't think anything like that's been done. Yeah. Kind of the outreach. I remember when on Waverly, when they had the big floods and Mm -hmm. had things going on, I wanted to get out, but we didn't have necessarily the resources to go out and set up in a Mm -hmm. community that didn't have things already in place, you know, due to the natural disaster. So with this new trailer, like I said, we'll be fully capable to just pick up, go load up some meat and fire up the grill. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's great. You got music on that rig? Not yet. No well, music on it yet. I we, think you know somebody might hook you up for that's that. That's right. <laughs> but yeah, you just roll up and have a party. Yeah. Put speakers, have them pop up and <laughs> yeah, that's exactly it. Nobody's going to want to leave. <laughs> you know, keep doing what you're you're doing, man. And because yes. uh, I know you're you're involved with the chambers and you know yeah. involved with that. And uh, you know, we just we love having you guys in yeah. our community because this is the kind of thing that I really I think makes Hendersonville stand out. We have people who want to help and are doing great things for other people. Yes, you know. And so I, I applaud you and keep doing what you're doing, and Thank we you. love it. Thank you. So again, give them a contact information. All right, Bryson McCarley State Farm. You can reach us at 615-868-4000, or you can reach us on Facebook through Bryson McCarley State Farm or Be the Good Neighbor um, on Facebook. And then the website for Be the Good Neighbor is be thegoodneighbor.net. 
pretty easy right there. All right. Oh, man, I love it. I'm talking with Bryson McCarley here with State Farm here in Hendersonville. And thank you again for coming in and taking the time. You're welcome. My pleasure. All right. All right. That's going to wrap up for this segment. We'll be back with more of Sumner County Spotlight. Thanks for listening to Sumner County Spotlight, a weekly public affairs program heard each and every Sunday right here on WHIN. Or you can listen on our podcast page at whinradio.com. If you'd like to become a sponsor of this program, reach out to me, Jeff Shannon, at jeff at whinradio.com. And welcome back to Sumner County Spotlight. We've got a brand new guest in the studio here this Sunday morning. And of course, each and every week, we try to bring you exciting, energizing, and informative guests. And people are doing great things in our community. One of the, the big things going on here, especially in the Hendersonville area, is our Chamber of Commerce. This chamber is, I know for a fact, is probably the largest chamber in Sumner County. And it's led by none other than Kathleen Hawkins. And she's actually sitting right here. Hi, how are you? Thanks for having me on the show today. <laughs> well, thanks for finding time. I mean, we've been trying to do this for a while, and uh, I know you've just been been slammed, and there's just so much going on. It just seems like every time we turn around, there's something new popping up. So I guess let's just give a state of the chamber. A state of the chamber. I love yeah. it. Thank you so much again for having us on the show today and for allowing me to share. We do have something um, popping up all over our community every day, and we are staying super busy, and I can't wait to tell you more about it. All right. Where should we start? Well, let's the first thing that popped in mind when I when I talked to you, I said, well, we have this this thing that says, been going for a couple of years called Men Impacting the Community. It's an, recognizes men who are doing great things in the community. So let's talk about that, when it's going to happen and what it's all about. Okay. Well, you can find more information about everybody that was nominated, but Men Impacting the Community is an awards banquet that is held annually. Um, the event is this Friday, March 24th. So it's at Bluegrass Out and Country Club. And we, the committee has such a challenging time picking the winners because we are highlighting and featuring over 34 fabulous men, truly making a difference in our community from and different I, categories. And I know that radio category has to be none other than the Jeff Shannon. Absolutely. If there was a category for radio, <laughs> Jeff Shannon, I am sure you would be the winner. But, you know, I, I do want to give you a shout out because you did win Father of the Year last year because of an amazing um, nomination letter that came in from your son. So yes, um, yep. congratulations on that. And we look forward to recognizing you again because well, we will, of course, always well, highlight our past winners. But this year, this Friday, um, we are going to be recognizing 34 amazing men and um, we will be selecting eight different winners in different categories such as business, healthcare, nonprofit. We are going to be recognizing our military people, our first responders. It's just really a, w a great way to acknowledge and thank and support the people making a difference in our community. But we also have three great speakers that are going to be sharing amazing topics that will help every business and, and every leader continue to prosper and continue to grow. Now, is this open to the public? It is open to the public. Okay. You do right. have to, lunch is included, so a reservation is required, and we typically do sell out, so we encourage you to go to hendersonvillechamber.com and, and reserve your ticket, and look at the list of nominees, because there's too many to name, but I can tell you, um, like I said, we have so many amazing professionals from Daniel Becker from Young Life, Chief Scotty Bush from the Hendersonville Fire Department, Russ Edwards from Edwards and Edwards, I mean, I, Lieutenant Kevin Folsom from the Hendersonville Police Department, the and list goes on and on. And who was on this very Sumner County spotlight as Bryson McCarley, McCarley from State Farm. Yeah, this, you know, he was one of our nominees as well. Well, let me tell you, and I said this, you know, earlier that 
man, he's just doing so many great things. I said, dude, you need to be recognized. And he is. He's so I'm so, I'm so happy about that. Yes, yeah. yes. And I can't tell you who the winners are, right. um, but you have to come out on Friday to see them because they, I just, I'm just so excited. This is one of my most favorite things that we do all year long. Yeah. So if they went to the Chamber website, they can look for the events, find this, and they can purchase their tickets there. It's Bluegrass Yacht and Country Club. Yep. This Friday uh, coming, at 1130. 1130. I know I'll be there. It's going to be an incredible event. So the, if you want to get involved and check this out, you, you had to head over to hendersonvillechamber.com and purchase that ticket right away. But this event has just gotten so big. And what was the idea of the creation of this? Why do we have something like this to recognize men? Well, I think everybody needs to be recognized, but I, in all honesty and complete transparency, I can tell you that we've had women impacting the community for the last 15 years. That sells out every year. So just okay. in February on Valentine's Day, we had over 250 women packed into a room and we had so much energy, so much fun. And we also recognized eight amazing women making a difference. So um, in full transparency, I did have some gentlemen come to me and say, hey, we deserve recognition too. And they are completely right. So mm-hmm. a couple years ago, we started this event and we decided to to allow people to open it up to nominations and allow people to nominate people making a difference in their community. And again, the committee had a very difficult time selecting the winners because there are so many fabulous people. And you know what I love about this most, Jeff, is that it gives people a chance to highlight and shine and thank people making a difference, but it also gives us something to to like kind of aspire to be or to look up to. When you hear all the things that people are doing, and this is outside of what their normal realm of their job is. So I mentioned like someone with the police department or the fire department, they work hard every day, but when they do things above and beyond what they're hired to do or what they're paid to do, that's where you can truly impact your community. And we need to highlight people like that. And we all need to look up and aspire to be like that because that's what makes Hendersonville thrive. And that's what you know helps us continue to, to build a strong, great community. Well, and there's a lot of great folks here that really do a lot of great things for the community. When people need help, this community really steps up. And oh, absolutely. It, it's proven that over and over again. Absolutely. You know, just a couple of weeks ago when we had those crazy storms and the and the wind was so insane. Um, one of our local assisted living facilities contacted me late afternoon because they had 57 people living in their facility, 17 of them who were in the memory care facility section, and they had no power and they had no backup generator. They had no lights. And these people were scared and they were confused. So a couple of the nominees actually stepped up <laughs> and they, they went above and beyond. And within minutes, they brought portable light towers and they um, donated flashlights and they donated different things to help people like that. So that's just one small illustration of people that are are serving those in need in our community quickly and um, helping us thrive. Three seven zero seven five, which is which is our our vision and our mission in everything we do. That was an incredible event when that went down, and it's really kind of scary. Mm-hmm. And if we had a member of our family in a, a situation like that, you mm-hmm. want to do that. And I just got to shout out to Scott Robinson at Olympian Construction. I mean, those, those folks just they do go above and beyond to help really help this community. And there was others that helped out as well and you put a call out and people just they come here and that's incredible yep absolutely yes yeah, scott did drop everything he's doing I, I sometimes wonder why he picks up my phone because every time i call him i'm like scott i need your help um, but he does jump in there and he does offer to serve and he was there in a matter of minutes with with what he could bring from olympian construction to help those people not be in the dark literally sure. yeah well and it's it's one of the things that people that are involved in the chamber you get to know each other 
And that's the cool thing. And I try to explain to people that are joining a chamber, you have to participate so people get to know you. And people do business with people they like. I mean, mm-hmm. it's that's a no-brainer. It's just a you know part of the deal. But a lot of people don't understand. The more you get involved, the more it's going to help your business and help you grow as a person. Absolutely. You know, I find often that people that, that join the Chamber of Commerce or businesses that are struggling that don't join the Chamber of Commerce, it really breaks my heart because you... you if you're really busy and you're like, I don't know how to get involved, there are ways to electronically get involved and not physically be at meetings. So the more you're connected with your community, the more the community is going to be there to cheer you on, the bigger you're building your tribe. But you don't necessarily have to connect always with time. There are plenty of ways that we can serve you through our hiring initiatives and platforms, through the resources that we offer. So there are lots of ways that we can help. But you're you're exactly right. Businesses that are struggling, if you don't connect and let people know that you need support, we're not going to be able to support you. you you know, it breaks my heart when I find out a business is, is closing their doors and they never reached out and asked how we can serve. Because if we would have put together a call to action and said, hey, this business needs our help, this business needs our support, we witnessed it plenty of times during COVID. People come out, they will stand up and they will support and they will serve. But you you have to know that there are resources and there are people and um, we're here to help you in, in more ways than one. Well, and I think you're probably poised more uh, to assist these businesses that are calling in that are struggling because of your background. And and teaching business is the key. And a lot of these people really maybe don't understand how to run a business, how to market, Mm -hmm. how to network. I mean, it's all encompassed in that. But you and, and the folks at the chamber, you guys are just really helping these people that are struggling. But if you don't know they're struggling... You can't help them. So you have to reach out. And that's what the chamber is for, to, to help you build your business and you succeed. Right. Absolutely. And, you know, I can tell you that that because of my background, and you kind of alluded to it, because of my background, I may approach it a little bit differently. A lot of Chamber of Commerce has come to it with a, a social services mentality or government mentality. But because I spent my I spent over 10 years, over a decade, um, teaching marketing and business courses for a university, and then I married into um, entrepreneurship. So I, I learned how to be an entrepreneur, and I learned how to grow a business and, and, and evolve a business. I eventually sold our business in 2016, so that had grown to be a national organization. And so I do come at it from both the educator point of, point of view as well as an entrepreneur point of view. And we can teach things that a lot of other chambers of commerces don't have the capacity of being able to do. So we offer a lot of services being able to help people connect, grow, prosper, and learn. Because like you said, a lot of people don't have a business background. And it, that's not a reflection of how educated you are. Because you could have a hobby or a passion. You could decide, hey, I want to start becoming a handyman. Or I want to start becoming a photographer. Or I want to start becoming... Um, a pressure washer or whatever it is that that you like to do and you want to do and work independently. But you can also go to college and have a huge degree and be a doctor or be a lawyer and not have a clue how to run your business. Mm-hmm. Um, unless you've um, mentored under somebody or or worked in someone's firm and, and were taught how to build that practice. Well, so, you in, in, in the past, I know you've uh, consulted with attorneys and doctors and things like that, and you were amazed at how little they knew about what their business was about. Well, about the business model. You know, they know a lot about uh, practicing law, but they don't know a lot about cost of goods and how to retain and attract clients and and all of those things. Those are actually the people that I love consulting with Mm -hmm. the most. And that is a service that we do offer the chamber, but I have consulted with thousands of business all across the nation. And um, we kind of allude to that and we teach a little bit of that in classes like our Success in 60 that we do once a month. And that's free education and training where we teach tools and tips and techniques that really help people evolve their marketing strategy and build their business plan 
And um, like I, I literally take the three and four thousand level business courses that we used to teach on a university level and and bring that to life in at our event center here at the streets of Indian Lake. Yeah, which is a great space, by the way. Thank you. It's easy to get to. I could just walk right over. Yes, and you can pick up your Starbucks at Barnes & Noble, and you can go have lunch at Sam's, you know, right afterwards. So, sure, yeah, we yeah. do use our event space quite frequently. It is here right next to Giggles & Glam um, in the streets of Indian Lakes. Right. And all of our affinity groups meet there, and all of our education and chamber universities are there. Well, let's talk about the affinity groups, and, and we'll probably have to go into our next segment uh, as we continue, because there's a lot of them. Yes. But I do like the fact that we have uh, an incredible leads group. Gosh, we have 60, 70 people each Wednesday. It's every Wednesday, 1130 to 1, right here at the streets of Indian Lake. It's actually the space is in the old Rack Room Shoes uh, location, so it's pretty easy to find. And I, people just rave about how successful they have been by going to the leads and, and are making these business connections and growing their business. Yes, and I really want to point out that you don't have to be a member of the chamber to attend anything that we do. You can attend as a member or as a non-member. Um, we, of course, hope that you come and absolutely love it and then want to support us because we are a nonprofit. So <laughs> we do we do need the support. We can help businesses more if we have businesses helping us too. So um, we do have leads, like you said, every Wednesday from 12 to 1. It is a free class or a free event that you can attend, and it gives you an opportunity to promote your business, like you said, in front of you know dozens and dozens of people, mm-hmm. and and really build your tribe and make your connections. So you're not selling to those people, but you're selling through those people. But we also have women in business, men in business, young professionals, and and our new retired professionals group that we just launched that we'll be meeting on April 14th. That that I'm super excited about. I do want to mention that a lot of these affinity groups, people have asked, why are you why are you doing a group just for women or a group just for men. It's not that we want to divide people because men are welcome, women are invited, you know, to both. Women are welcome, men are invited, um, your men are required, I should say, you know, to the men's group. But we do that to help people easily find their demographics and meet the people that is their ideal client. So if your ideal client is a, a female, then come to Women in Business, you know, regardless of your gender, you know, attend that group and start building your connections that way. The retired professionals, and I don't know if we're running out of time, I do want to talk to you a little bit about why we launched that because it's, it's really a, a very special group to me. Yeah, we definitely want to cover that because us old folks need to have some place to go. Uh, well, that's the senior sentence. But anyway, Julie will love me for that. But anyway, yeah, so we've we've got all these great groups, but this one it was just created, correct? This yes, group? Yes, yeah. yes. Um, their first meeting is actually April 14th. Okay. It was scheduled the day of the wind, but we had to reschedule it because we wanted to make sure we kept our retired professionals safe. So okay. we have 19 people already registered for that. The group is going to continue to grow. And let me tell you, this was launched because we had several very strong community advocates and community leaders that that had recently retired. So people like Dr. Charles Lee, who um, led and worked at Welch College and at Union University and at Ball State University for his whole life, you know, for, for many, many years. People like Regina Bartlett, who was um, the CEO of TriStar Medical Center. And they retired. And when they retired, they felt like they, they didn't have a place in the chamber because they were no longer connecting their business. Yeah, well, I think it's a great thing. And I want, I want to talk more about that. So we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back with more of Sumner County Spotlight. Thanks for listening to Sumner County Spotlight, a weekly public affairs program heard each and every Sunday right here on WHIN. Or you can listen on our podcast page at whinradio.com. If you'd like to become a sponsor of this program, reach out to me, Jeff Shannon, at jeff at whinradio.com.
All right, we're right back here with Sumner County Spotlight, and we're just uh, digging into the to the stuff here for the Hendersville Chamber of Commerce. And we were when we left, we were talking about the Retired Professionals Affinity Group that was actually just formed, and the reason why it was formed because you have all of these these great knowledgeable people that are in the business community, in the education community, and that hey. We just want to still collaborate. And so t- let's talk more about that and how that's working. Yeah, absolutely. And thank you so much for giving me the opportunity to talk about this because these people deserve um, to be highlighted. And they and I want everybody that's out there th- to know that they have a place to go. So and you you alluded and said, no, if you're if you're older or if you're retired, then the Senior Citizen Center is a place to go. But I want to make sure that you understand that this make this is the same, but very different. You know, mm-hmm. so it's yeah. the same demographics, but a very different group. So what we found is there were all these people that had so much knowledge and so much information and so much to share. But because they were no longer like Hillary Marabetti is the lead of Sumner Retired Professional. She's the lead facilitator. And she spent 40, over 40 years with Ball State Community College mm-hmm. while she just retired. And she was like, can I still go to the chamber luncheon? And it's like, absolutely. You've been a huge, <laughs> you huge part of our chamber and you were served on our board. I want you to feel like you're still absolutely involved. But more importantly, can't our young professionals benefit from their wisdom? And their knowledge Absolutely. can't our nonprofits benefit from their service and and their expertise? So this group is coming together, and they will have a lunch. It's a lunch and learn. So they'll have a luncheon, and and they'll they'll learn some information. Like we have Takis McGinnis talking about some elder care law stuff that they need to know. We've got the police department coming in and talking about some fraud things that happen sometimes to older individuals. So the there will be lunch and learns, but there's also going to be a lot of great opportunity where they can provide their knowledge, provide their expertise to. to to our younger business community, and um, so everybody can learn, and so everybody can continue to thrive. Well, and it's exciting, I guess, from a business standpoint. If I were sitting out here and had this thriving business, and I say, why would I not go to that? Mm-hmm. You're tapping into this wealth of knowledge. And if you're involved in the chamber at all, you probably know a lot of these folks anyway. The benefit just blows my mind. Yeah, it's, it's really exciting. When I look at the list of the people that are already registered, I, I can't wait to see where, <laughs> where this group grows to. I can tell you that it's we set it up to where it's not about being a member or a non-member. If you choose to be a retired professional and you want to join, um, there is an $80 annual fee. So you can join, but it's not you're not required. There, You don't pay any different for your lunch. We understand that most retired professionals are on fixed incomes. So it doesn't matter if you're a member or non-member. However, we do charge a little bit more for non-retired professionals to attend this group if they want to come and they want to socialize because you're most likely not on a fixed income and you have the ability, but we also know you're going to gain so much expertise from these people. So you said, you mentioned before, you don't have to be a chamber member to do that. That is correct. But chamber members, if you're a chamber member and you're a youngster and you want to go to this. You absolutely yeah. can go. go. The, the event, all of our affinity groups are invited to everybody. Okay. You know, so even if you're not a young professional and you want to attend young professionals, we don't kick you out. We don't card you. You are more than welcome. You know, you just, that's just, we, we market it this way to let people know that this is the demographic that we're marketing it to. So um, people can clearly identify with, with what group is most likely to be there. And a great, great idea. And I'm, I'm so glad you came up with that because that's uh, such a, a missing link, I think in a lot of places 
that you tap into the knowledge of all these great people. So well, and it's everybody coming together to continue to serve. But you know, when I was an educator, when I when I spent time at the university, I had a dean that once said to me, said to me, you know, Kathleen, if you surround yourself with people that are smarter, wiser, and more successful than you, you will continue to learn and you will continue to grow and you will become a better teacher. But if you surround yourself with people that aren't as smart, aren't as wise, aren't as successful, you'll eventually get to a point where you'll stop being able to share. So with all of these groups and with all of the chamber connections that you're capable of making, um, our goal is to always create platforms where everybody, hundreds of people, you know, the largest chamber in Sumner County, we represent over a thousand businesses in our community. We had 1,158 people renew a loan last year. So if you think about that, that's just a business. So you take a company like TriStar Medical Center and they have 30, 40, 50 people in their database that attend all of our events. So you're talking about a lot of people within the community. So if anybody's out there and you're new to Hendersonville, I don't know if you know this, Jeff, but we had 2,774 people move into the city of Hendersonville within the last 12 months. Um, and that is that is people relocating, like getting new addresses. Yeah. So that doesn't count everybody in their family. So if you're one of those 2,700 people that are out there, we encourage you to, to come to something so you can connect to your community. So in a time of need, in, in a time where your business is struggling, or if you work for somebody else, that you have a connection, you have people, you have that community resource for you. Well, and, and as a chamber, you have a resource for like people that are relocated here. You've actually created a relocation packet. Oh, absolutely. And this is filled with everything they need to know. Yeah. And you don't even have to do the, the old school relocation packet, though we'll gladly send that to you complimentary. <laughs> um, you can download the Visit Hendersonville app. We Last week alone, we had over 600 downloads on yeah. Visit Hendersonville. And it's so pretty easy. It, it's good to find. It's now. free. Google um, or Apple or Android. You can download it from the app store and start using it right away. So the number one question you're going to get asked how about giving me a map? I need a map. I want to open it up. Yeah, don't I, have those anymore. <laughs> no, we don't have those anymore. I still, I do still get people coming in once a week, but AAA doesn't even make maps anymore. You know, I've tried. We will gladly show you how to download Google Maps. Um, yeah. If you go to visit Hendersonville's app, you can actually click on any business that pops up on that app, and you can map it, and your phone will easily tell you how to do that. And I can tell you, Maggie, who is our director of operations at the chamber, she is amazing. But she just sat down with this cute little lady who was frustrated that we didn't have maps and she she downloaded the app for her showed her how to use it so we will provide that kind of service if you need us to but we will not probably be purchasing maps anytime soon <laughs> yeah that's like oh, i don't even know how to look at one anymore you know you just pull up the phone there yeah. it is it's so funny that you said that because my daughter just said to me last night that that she wouldn't even know like the map doesn't turn with you. So how do you do it? Like she, she was ma she was mocking if she had a piece of paper in her hand and she was like, how, which way is up? Which way am I turning? So yeah, yeah things have changed. With all of the things going down at, at the chamber, you have all of these annual events that keep happening. Of course, the men impacting, the women impacting are going to be an annual kind of basis. But what are the things uh, we're looking forward to this year? Well, we have our golf tournament coming up on April 24th. Um, don't get too excited because our teams are all sold out. This is our 34th annual golf tournament. It sells out every year. This is truly the who's who of Hendersonville. You'll have the CEO of TriStar ha will have a team. Um, Rogers Group will have a team. The Hendersonville Utility District, you know, everybody that is a major corporation in our community will have a golf team um, or be a whole sponsor. I can tell you there is only a few sponsorships left. We only have one whole sponsorship left. So if you really want to network and have an opportunity to schmooze with some of the, the biggest leaders in our community, take advantage of this whole sponsor as soon as you can. But if you're out there and you want to 
supply or submit stuff for our goodie bags. That is an opportunity that you can um, put items in the golfer's goodie bags as a way to promote your business or promote your company. So reach out to us or go to our website and and take a look at all the opportunities that are there. But then we also have Magnolia Market. And that's fun. It's, again, a different demographic. The golf tournament, we do have a few female players, but for the most part, it's out of 144 players, probably 140 of them will be men. But the Magnolia Market is a little bit different. That does cater a lot towards women. It's We've got a lot of um, locally owned businesses that will be showcasing a lot of crafts, a lot of boutiques will be showcasing at Magnolia Market. And again, it's going to be right here at the streets of Indian Lake. So it's going to be a fun time where you'll be able to come out and listen to some music and, and have a good time and shop local, which we love. Well, and I just thought of something. If, if, since you're running out of holes to sponsor, I think what we should do is sponsor the putting green. Each You can have a sponsor at each hole in the putting green. We already do. Oh, do you? No, I'm talking. <laughs> no, we each just have hole. one putting. Yeah, I know, you not have each one hole. sponsor. <laughs> yeah. Olympian Construction kind of owns the putting green, but yeah. you can get a margarita while you're there. They're yeah, not going to well, give up their putting green. <laughs> yeah, nobody's going to give that up. That's that's great. But yeah, so Magnolia Market has been around for a few years. Mm-hmm. So the, the people that are there pretty much just come in and shop. Yep, you just come in and shop. We're going to have over 55 vendors here at the streets of Indian Lakes. It's it's the first weekend in May. So May 6th is, is the weekend of Magnolia Market. And it's like I said, it's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to have shopping. We'll have food. We'll have a little bit of cocktails like mimosas that will be out there. And it will be a good time. The first 100 people that attend will get um, complimentary gift bags. And because it's right before Mother's Day, we always do a special Mother's Day celebration. And like I said, we're going to have live entertainment and it's just going to be a really good time so do plan on attending that and then shortly around the corner after that we're going to have freedom festival so freedom festival is the largest event we do all year mm-hmm. it's july 3rd at drake's creek park um, we will have thousands and thousands of people that will be there and with all of our events i think it's really important to mention to you that as the chamber we are we are a nonprofit. so everything that we do at the end of our fiscal year the the proceeds that we have support the hendersonville chamber foundation which helps helps us give our teacher grant awards every year. So like with Freedom Festival, all of the proceeds from that event, when you come out and you support the vendors, you know, that helps us support teachers. And last year we were able to buy, we bought a goat for Jack Anderson Elementary. Mm-hmm. We helped the aeronautics program at Liberty Creek. We, and we had we, several of those teachers on, on the air here oh, in the yeah, spotlight. Right. And I look, I was blown away that they were able to receive these grants for such a great purpose, otherwise might not have transformed because of budgeting. Right. But what a great idea. Yeah. Well, what I love about it is that principals have actually told me that it gives their teachers an opportunity to think outside the box, to create a a unique opportunity that then they can test in their their classroom and then show measurable results. Mm -hmm. So then they can go back to the principal and say, you know, by by implementing this learning course into my classroom, this is how I was able to increase my students' grades, or this is what we were able to teach students, which then gives them more of an opportunity to implement it across the school or across the grade level or, you know, throughout the school system um, if the school board picks it up and decides to do the same thing too. Well, and I think people are, are jumping on board with uh, a lot of this. And Meta, who is one of the, I guess, the premier sponsors with the chamber, they're mm-hmm. heavily involved in the community and they just came out with these uh, grants and uh, they're really excited about the STEM programs. Mm-hmm. And a lot of those schools were recognized as being being a part of that. So, I mean, this community is just great. Absolutely. <laughs> so you many know. great things going on. And and what I like about it, too, especially having a daughter that's in the arts, is that a lot of schools are, are shifting to not just being STEM, but to really being STEAM-focused, which is science, technology, engineering, arts, and math. So it, it is adding the arts back into it, and and that's super exciting for us. Mm-hmm. So Recently, it was a couple of years ago, I guess, you created Sumner Fest. Mm-hmm. 
And so how did that all come about? Well, we were looking for something to do that is a little bit more unique. We wanted to create a festival that we could grow that would give people an opportunity to be outside, but showcase something that we call ourselves that a lot of people weren't seeing. I can't believe how many people I meet every day that say they've never been to Sanders Ferry Park or they've never truly seen or experienced our lake, especially if you're just moving here and you don't have a boat. Right. You know, how do you, how do you see that? So we're the city by the lake and we have this gorgeous, amazing park that's right there on the water. And when I saw that, I thought, you know, we really have to do something at this park and we have to show this facility off. So Sumner Fest is our premier um, hot air balloon festival. So we do have like last year, we had eight balloons in total. We had 78 vendors that were there. So we had lots of activities for kids, lots of activities for adults. We played the Titans game um, because it was moved to October. So mm-hmm. we, we had a, a great fun. But this year, it's going to be the first Saturday following back to school. So it's Saturday, August 5th, I believe. So Saturday, August 5th, I can double check. It's either the 5th or the six, but you can find it on hendersonvillechamber.com on our events page. And it's going to be a great time. So save the date, mark your calendar. And then shortly thereafter will be the Taste of Hendersonville. So the Taste of Hendersonville, we're on our 24th year Mm -hmm. of doing the Taste of Hendersonville. And And we have new restaurants this year. We do. So we'll have a lot of new people. Just this past year. Wow. I mean, it's amazing. A lot of people will be participating. Yeah, we do have new restaurants like J Street Korean Bar and Grill is opening. Their ribbon cutting is the 26th of March. So Mm -hmm. their ribbon cutting is right around the corner and that's brand new and opening up soon. And we got this other new restaurant that just opened up that I went to after Leeds for Lunch Bunch, Cajun Steamer Bar and Grill. So there's lots of new places popping up and lots of growth that's continuing to happen. And I can't tell you, Jeff, how many new businesses are calling us every single day Mm -hmm. looking for locations. So there is a a lot of continued growth coming into our facilities, which I love because that will mean post-COVID we'll have less plazas with open spaces and our brick and mortar businesses will be full. Um, Even here at the streets of Indian Lakes, I just talked to them and they're at 95% capacity with people that are looking to sign leases to the empty spaces every day. Well, with all these big events and, you know, you have these big stage, I'm like Freedom Fest and and Sumner Fest. And I've heard, I mean, through the grapevine that they are just so excited to have that great MC back. And if you can get that MC to do it, I mean, it's just going to be a success. So uh, that's um, yeah, all I'm saying. I have a feeling that that Jeff Shannon will be um, be happy to MC both of those events. So so come on out and see him on July 3rd and, and show him some love, or or go to go to the WHIN Facebook page. How about that? And, yeah. and say that you want to see him and, right. and peer pressure him for me. So he has to say yes. Yeah. Say kind things, though. Thank you very much. <laughs> well, we've been talking with Kathleen Hawkins, the president and CEO of the Hendersonville Area Chamber of Commerce, for another enlightening update. So we do have the state of the chamber and look things are just going to keep happening you have to head over to the website hendersonvillechamber.com check them on socials you get them on facebook and all of that you can get all of the event updates so kathleen thanks for coming in you're welcome and don't forget to download the app visit hendersonville all right thanks so much for having me here all right all right that's going to wrap it up for this uh, segment of sumner county spotlight Uh, join us again next week at 10 o'clock as we continue on and discover more exciting things here in sumner county I'm your host, Jeff Shannon. We'll see you next week for more of Sumner County Spotlight. Sumner County Spotlight will return next Sunday morning at 10 a.m. Thanks for listening.